All right, welcome back to the Ferb Experience Podcast, where we talk sports, conduct professional interviews, talk about whatever we want. Today, our guest is Ryan Dye. What up? New Hope, Mississippi. Look, I'm very agitated right now at the beginning of this podcast. We recorded five whole minutes on a new mic and was cut off, and I had to go through, download an app, redo everything, download Google Chrome, remember my password. It doesn't matter. We're back. We're back in this thing. You still get a bill for my five minutes that you wasted. Uh, it's a lot more time than that, kind of, <laughs> honestly. All right, so uh, we're going to have to start over. I'm telling you all, it was, it was good. It was good for it about was. five minutes, you know. Uh, we're gonna Shakespeare. Go, yeah, we're going to have to go back through it again. Uh, so where did you grow up, Ron? Um, originally grew up in uh, New Hope, Mississippi. Uh, I lived there most of my life, pretty much born and raised. Lived in Massachusetts for a little bit. Uh, when I got into college, decided to try out California. But, you moved uh, to California? I did. Yeah, right outside of San Francisco, Vacaville, California. We'll get to that later. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dang, man. Yeah. It was a short period of time, but yeah. you know, long enough for me to realize that Mississippi's better. Give y'all a little background. Uh, New Hope, Mississippi is right next to Caledonia, Mississippi. Uh, they're, they're rivals and everything. You know, Caledonia is better than them at everything. Uh, we win state every year in every single sport. Uh, we, have, we produce the best athletes, uh, the best students, everything. Uh, Anyway, no, New Hope beats us at everything. Uh, so what did you play I in high school? I pretty much played high school. Um, it, I pretty much limited myself to football, tennis, uh, ran track, um, soccer. I played my senior year. But growing up, I, I think I played you did, every you did everything. Yeah. Really? What, what would you say your best sport was? Um, probably football. I wish I would have I wish I would have started soccer a lot earlier. Um, soccer is fun, man. It I didn't realize how much yeah. fun it was. I it's thought really it was fun. like kind of a like a, a sport that you opt out of. Like, oh, I don't want to play football because I don't want to get beat up. But soccer is a tough sport, man. Yeah. Like, I got I got probably more injuries from soccer than I did football. Really? Yeah. And like what kind year, of like hamstrings? And- it was just like like more of like your like scrapes, cuts, bruises. That like yeah. not major injuries. I should say like getting hurt. Not well, one thing is Mississippi's stupid, and they play like in the middle of the winter where the ground is frozen. Yes. Isn't that stupid? Yes, it is. I got like, hit I in the face with the ball at Caledonia yeah. so hard that I never wanted to play a sport again in my life. I got a concussion playing <laughs> soccer in New Hope. I swear, I think someone punched me, but I don't know for sure. Sorry. I don't know who it was. I don't. I don't know who it was. But uh, anyway, so besides sports, uh, you did. Some MMA, right? I did. I did uh, MMA and uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and some boxing when I was in California. That's kind of what started it when I was when I moved so out to California. So when you moved to California, mm-hmm. so I ask you, what made you want to move to California? Um, I at the time thought I hated Mississippi, yeah. But really, it was like just one of the like it was my freshman year of uh, college. All my buddies went the fraternity route, were playing, yeah. you know college sports and I was just stuck like I was like what do I need to do and I felt like everybody was kind of evolving and you're like I, I need to move to California. yeah I was like I need to do so, something that's gonna get did you know anyone attention. over there um I had my aunt and uncle out there oh so you kind of stayed with them at first yes I did and then uh the day before I was gonna sign a lease on a on a house I ended up deciding to move back so what was your plan just go over there like well I, as soon as I moved out there within a week I got a job doing personal training um I, that's when I really started my personal training slight yeah. career um, and was making good money, but like rent out there is, I think, it's insane. I think it was almost three grand a month for the place that I was going to. Just one bedroom. It was a two bedroom and I was going to split it with one of the guys, another personal trainer there. Yeah. That's crazy. And it scared me. It scared me. I was I shaking mean, when I was about to right, sign. So we're in Oxford, Mississippi. Between four people, our rent is 1600 
That is insane. And this was a neighborhood. It was all right, yeah. um, but you wanted to make sure your doors were locked. Still, and it was that hot. Yeah. Is it because it's that pretty out there? Or what um, I mean? It's just there's so much. There's so many people. It's so saturated, man. Dude, like, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I want to move to like Arizona, California, so bad. It's it was a, it was definitely a life um, changing experience. Yeah. I felt like I got. Um, I came like I really like found out who I was. I hate saying that because it yeah. sounds very like cliche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> it's what it is. I mean, you, you got to go through what you go through. You yeah. know. Get where you are. You know? yeah, I left my car here and I biked pretty much everywhere. I That's was insane. Yeah, I just That's wanted to like kind of like free for all it. Is that like just, a year over there? No, it wasn't. It was. I think I moved April and came back the the first week of September. Dude, I think it's cool that you went and did that. Though. I mean, everyone needs to take some time. Yeah, like go off, try something new. I think it's cool <clears> when people try something just insane that they've never done before. Like if you sit there and do the same thing every single day, mm-hmm. nothing's ever going to be different. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean that's just a fact. Absolutely. You know that's just a fact. So I mean, and being I love like under things. being under like 23, 23 yeah, no 24, excuse. there's no excuse because yeah. if you mess up for six months and do something that's going to completely set you back, whatever, you have so much time good. to. You you're know, good. if it's like if you're thirty years old and have two kids. I don't think that's the best time. It's too, it's too late, bro. <laughs> it's too late. People don't know. All right, so I want to go back to the MMA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you actually like fought? Yeah, I did uh, in the octagon. In I the did. Page. That was it. Was a bucket list thing, and um, I trained for a long time. And um, so I moved back from from California. I started at Relentless MMA. Shout out to them. And. Uh, Hannah, First started Hannah, off, if you're listening, I want yeah, you on my podcast. Hannah Guy, you're, you're next. You're uh, next. <laughs> I'm going to um, ask you. But yeah, so I, I moved back. I started mainly focusing on like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is all the ground game of MMA. So MMA stands for Mixed Martial Arts. Yeah. Uh, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is all the wrestling, submission, arm bars, you know, leg locks, chokes, everything like that. So I did a couple competitions, one gold uh, and a bronze medal. Actually, two gold and one bronze. Um, did Naga, which is North so America. So you're not scared to fight no one if you had to. Um, I don't like to. That that's the one. That's the best thing that came out of that is because I used to walk around before I even knew how to fight, yeah. thinking like somebody come try me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody come and yeah. try me. In in reality, yeah. some Caledonia guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, Nick. <laughs> See what's up. But no. Um. So so I think that's the biggest thing I learned was like. There's no reason the people that fight at the bar are really the cowards. Like yeah. you want to avoid that at all. Yeah, there's situations. no reasons. Yeah, yeah. and that's I, the, I don't really believe in fighting that much. Either, yeah, honestly. Uh, anyway, let's keep it moving. <clears throat> I found out I have a 30 minute limit. <laughs> I didn't know. 30 uh, so, what did you think you were going to do when you grew up? Like, did you have any idea? You know, I, I always thought I would do this or that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, um, when I was young, young, I thought I was going to fly for the the Blue Angels. I wanted to be a You're Air be a Force pilot, pilot. yeah. Um, and then as I got older, still like aviation always interested me. Um, and then I told my mom one day, I was like, I want to go to work every day in a suit. I want to dress up like you know, like, like that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, that's I mean, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, and then I started getting into personal training yeah. as I got older, and I thought that was going to be my career. So what do you, what do you do right now? So right now I work for a uh, private aviation company and I'm the uh, sales director for them. So, so you do sales. Did you ever think you're going to do sales? Um, I think every job requires you to do some type of sales. Yeah. Um, 
but as far as that being my income, no. You never thought, mm-mm. really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I thought I'd start a podcast or something to become rich. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. I got like no advertisements, <laughs> but if y'all want to advertise, just holler at me, though. I'll get Nick to see what advertise. We'll get so, it. That'd be awesome, yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that funny? Like, you end up doing something <clears throat> you never thought you'd end up Yeah, doing. I mean, you, you grow. That's, that's the yeah. most interesting thing about getting older and developing. Um, you find out different things that you're good at or different things that you want to do. Yeah. So did you uh, go to college any for it or not? Yes. So uh, make a long story short, when I um, I, I was at EMCC um, and I was pursuing a business and marketing associate's degree and I did a thing called DECA. And I don't know if you're going to ask me how I got the job, but I'm going to fill it in now. But anyway, (laughs) um, so I did a thing called DECA. If you're trying to become an entrepreneur, if you're getting into the business world, marketing, whatever, you can go do these mock sales pitches. Um, I did the state DECA in place first, and then they flew me out to Washington, D.C., and I did a sales pitch on Nicholas Air. I just happened to find out who they were, and I was like, hey, I want to do this really cool sales pitch. And they let me use some material, and that's how I got that. Yeah. That's how I that's got cool. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So I placed in the top 10 of about 500 people Wow! and sold to other, like the CEO of men's warehouse was there, like a couple other big name CEOs. And you basically pitched your plan to them. And he happened to know of Nicholas air and he put in a good word. So you had to be like pretty convincing that. Yeah. Sales I was, was scared. Like a different world. To make. I was scared. You're like, oh man, I have to go up there and I have to convince mm-hmm. this guy to buy this. Like, I have anxiety about my podcast cutting off right now from the mic. But yeah. imagine like having to go up there in front of all these people, give this presentation. Like, hey, you want me? Yeah. You know, you're like sales is like sales and marketing is like your personality. Mm-hmm. Like you're like branding yourself, basically. Absolutely. You know, you're betting on yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to find something in common with the other person. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Is once you find that, and it, it just, but sometimes you mess up and you. Just to yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, that's intimidating. All right, so how big of a company is Nicholas Air? Is it pretty big? It is. So we we fly like so. Basically, the give you a rundown on the company. So we have about twenty three private jets, and um, one of some of them are turboprops actually. But uh, people will buy time, so people will spend you know five hundred thousand dollars at a time, two hundred thousand dollars at a time. Whatever. So it's not like a per ride. No, it's a membership company. So oh, that's people cool. purchase a membership with us and then they call us up hey tomorrow i got a business meeting i need to go from here to here and you know we'll, we get them a plane so we do everything they schedule hotels for them if they need rental cars um and of course the flight there so do y'all like have hangers at like every single how's that work uh, so it's called the floating fleet that's the industry uh, term okay, uh yeah. the fleet just continues rotating so when we have planes on the ground you're not really making money like yeah. we want the planes to be flying so we operate in canada the u.s mexico caribbean so this is a huge this is a huge it is, yeah, yeah it's a huge deal it is it's you're very blessed to get with this company aren't extra- you i started at 20 years old very happy and yeah that's like, insane you couldn't even legally buy a beer no you're i couldn't get a rental car i'd go to business meetings i couldn't get a rental car how would you make it work we ended up finding out ways but uh, it was it That's was interesting. Insane. I remember the first business trip I went on. Um, I flew back out to California, which strangely enough, my VP of sales at the time, she lived a couple houses down from where I was staying in California. That's the craziest thing, right? That's so, God, man. That's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a godsend thing for sure. But um, 
yeah, I couldn't get a rental car out there. And somehow they had to sign an extra waiver for insurance and had to do this and that. But I got a little Toyota Yaris while I was out there. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was whipping around. <laughs> that, that's so cool, though. I mean, uh, it kind of gives you an advantage, too, that you're at a disadvantage, too. Like, you're so young. Mm-hmm. It kind of, you're like, okay, well, I'm 20. I have I have room, mm-hmm. you know. You ha- I have room to grow, and it's even going to be that much more impressive when I do so good at it. You know, yeah, well, they get to mold me. Yeah, I'm not having to conform already bad sales habits or anything like that. They literally got to start off with this, you know, fresh kid who very motivated, very, very motivated. Yeah, person, motiv- yeah. yeah, you got to have the motivation and, and the drive and everything. But they literally got to form me to exactly how they want me to to sell and I could put my little spin on it. Are they the kind of company that like helps you develop rather than kind of, you know, make you go down to what they want you to be? Yeah, 100%. They are, this is the, and, and I might be be naive, but I think this is probably one of the best companies that I could ever work for. Seriously. What's their stock symbol? (laughs) It's a private held company. So it's one guy who owns this company. Dang, man. I can't even buy these stocks. That sucks, man. Because me me and uh, my friend Will were talking about it the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, And we were like, we should probably invest in that company. We looked it up and we couldn't find the stock. Yeah. yeah, If I, Um, yeah, it's a, it's a private company. So, um, NJ Caritzi is the owner. His yeah. dad started up the steel industry in Columbus, that big yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, company there, uh, Big River Steel in Arkansas. So like he come, you know, comes from, from flying private and things like that. So definitely a businessman, but yeah. super cool. he's only 36. He just so he's young. Yeah. That is very young. Yeah, yeah. The whole company, I would say the average age of the company is probably like in their third. It's, it's a bunch of young, motivated driven individuals that's the best kind of atmosphere too 100 yeah uh so what is your technical term sales director mm-hmm. you're the director of the sales over there so you run yeah so like when I, the sales team is fairly small um so we have the vp of sales and uh there's two there's a couple people who assist with sales but the the smell the, the sales team is fairly small yeah so so is there like uh is there any room to like move up like within where you are right now. Yes. But when you're in sales, I think the, the biggest thing, I mean, you, you eat what you, you know, like whatever you sell is what you get. So like I, I would be 100% content with staying at this position for however long. Really? So, so you if like I want to sell $20 million a year, if I want to sell $50 million a year, I you can do sell, it where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. But if you don't sell any, you see that's yeah. that's my personality. I'm like, yeah. oh man, if you don't sell if anything, you don't sell uh, any, the the you know, go be eating some ramen noodles. Yeah. Chick Fil A is hiring. Uh, so let's talk some sales strategies, man. What are some go to strategies that you like to? Um, definitely your product knowledge. Really? Yeah. Uh, this industry, you have very little time to win these people over. People can buy bull crap. They can. Yeah. They can. They can also throw it away too. Yeah. Like it's, it's like I said, when, when you pick up the phone, we don't do a lot of like just cold calling because that's it. You remember my realtor friend was mm-hmm. talking about that too. Cold calling. Yeah. Cold calling is a very extremely difficult thing. Like really? it's, yeah, it's crazy. So we don't do a lot of it. We go to high end events. Um, we recently were at like the Miami yacht show. So all the people there are the elites are going to, when you, when you hear the 1%, 
that's them. That's that's the people that yeah. we're going after. So it's normally we have connections with them through, you know, partners or you know, events, things like that. So, is it not intimidating? Like you're talking it, about the one percent Miami. I'm thinking like Dwayne Wade and it. it well, yeah, how old are you now? You're 22? 23. 23. Yeah, it would still be like I'm 24. It would still be intimidating to me. You know, it is. I learned the uh, another thing that I feel really blessed about experiencing at this company is a lot of these guys are no different than you and I. They yeah. just have a lot more commas in their bank account. They got some yeah. clout. They have a and lot that, of and that's word. I hadn't got to use yeah. that before clout. Yeah. Yeah. But really like how y'all like that? A lot, a, lot of the, a lot of the athletes can't even you have to make a lot of money to fly private. I yeah. mean like our smaller aircraft that we have are about five thousand dollars an hour to fly. And then our largest one that we just got is called the Challenger three hundred it can fly all over the place. Y'all fly like athletes and stuff. It's mainly like your Business. CEOs, yeah. presidents. I mean, we, we do have uh, athletes at the company. Yeah. Uh, that, but we're a very private company. You know, there's some other companies. Are y'all like selective about who comes in and uses y'all? Or yeah. I mean, we, but y'all have to make money too. So I mean, right. Uh, almost all of our members are very like laid back people. Pretty they cool. are you know, into hunting and fishing and outdoors and whatever. Like we're one of the only jet companies that were like, bring your guns on board. Like if we, you know, you're go, yeah, like you're going to a hunting trip, we want to take you there because these other companies aren't. They like, won't they, do yeah, it. It's like, oh, you got guns. So That's pretty cool. It's a very, yeah. you know, it's a Southern-based company. It's a Mississippi, you know, essentially Mississippi-based company. Even that we're... So let, let me ask you this. Uh, <clears throat> do you ever like alter your sales strategy in the middle of a sale? Like if you feel like it's not working out, do you go another way? Do you stay like kind of? Um, yes and no. So there's some people like your older retired guy that just has crazy money that, you know, is just wanting, okay, like let's see what he's got. He might take a lot longer to say what he wants, whatever. So you slow it down and then you have other people that's like, okay, you got, I got five minutes for you to tell me what you have. And it's like you want to pitch the sale without it sounding like a script, and that's going to be genuine. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you want to. So I think the, the best sales strategy is to figure out why they're calling you in the first place. Like, why are they looking at your company in the first place? Is it something that maybe they're flying private with another company and they do something they're doing wrong? Exactly. Yeah. So when you find that out, you just drill you them on it. why yeah. why it's different. So you can bite talk. the gun thing. So you find out they won't let them bring the guns on. Well, we we could bring your yeah. safe on the. And not only that, we're yeah. partnered with multiple. You know these big hunting plantations. Y'all like Joe Rogan? We have Joe Rogan. <laughs> he drive. I, I wish Joe Rogan, if he ever listened to the firm experience, <laughs> holler at your boy. Hey Joe, look, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you something. Uh, I stole my name from you. Don't take it personal. Uh, you shout out Cash App too much, by the way. All right. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, so let me ask you this. Can you be yourself and be good at sales, or do you kind of have to kind of put on different masks? Yeah, know? I think your personality, uh, being from Mississippi, we I feel like we all have one thing in common, and it's manners and, um, you know, just being a little bit more genuine. So it's funny you hear – most of the people, when they hear that we're based in Mississippi, we're based in Oxford, Mississippi, it's yeah. like, wait, What? And then other people like it's immediately they they trust you because they're southerners, you know, you know these wealthy southerner, you know, southern people that are like, okay, I don't want to be dealing with a you know stockbroker type salesperson in New York, yeah, or on yeah. Wall Street. I want to be dealing with a genuine, you know, 
Southerner. Yeah, I could see that. I'd be the it same way. SEC football. I'd be the same way. Yeah, hotty toddy. Uh, <laughs> anyway, do you do you have to be like born with the sales bone, or can you kind of learn it? You know, I have always wondered this. I, I want to know if I could learn how to do it. You know, I think if somebody knew the answer to that question, they'd be very rich. I, I think I think everything you everything you do in life you learn. Yeah, um, but it's definitely I think. You are born with certain traits and how well you act on those traits and build on those traits can make you a great sales person or a, you know, not so great. So, so I don't know, man. I don't know. I would get mad at people. I'd be like, why are you not buying from me? Like, is it something that I not brush my teeth or something? You know, like buy my freaking, <laughs> buy my product. Buy the service, buy the product. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, did you not call me back? I left you yeah. three voicemails. It's, I mean, it's just... <laughs> And they see that too, because a lot yeah. of these guys are are people that I say guys, women and guys. We have yeah. a lot of women who, who fly with us too. But they started off for nothing, and they had to be that hungry sales rep that was calling somebody every other, you know, every week saying, "Hey, you know, we're re- we're here for you when you're ready. We're here for you when you're ready." Just staying in front of them, so they they actually they like that. Yeah. yeah. Could you see yourself like? I know you really like Nicholas here and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to sell houses, could you sell houses? Your buddy's gonna get mad at me on this one. All I right. can sell anything. No, oh, uh, no, I'm just kidding, Dan. We'll have to do a podcast soon. Uh, no, I think the housing market is extremely hard because you yeah. have to go with the economy. Well, which every every other thing, location. our services, yeah. So location is huge. Um, I think I could learn to do it, but I think um, it, it's definitely a difficult. People people get into real estate all the time, and they're like, "Oh, look at me, look at me," and then. They can't do it. They bought them out. They bought them out quick, and they wash um, out. Just shout out to Dan. He has a, a project outside of Oxford and Thacker. Uh, I, I screwed it up. It's like on the outside of city limits. Yeah, yeah. Outside of Thacker city Loop, limits. right over yeah. there. Yeah, I was actually looking at a house before I bought my house right over here. If anyone needs a house, shout out Dan. It's pretty nice. I think they're like 140 or something, which is a steal around here. Uh, anyway. Uh, I bet you could sell houses. I feel like the sales thing is like a confidence thing, you know. It is, and and with houses, like I, I would. Sorry, Dan, I would have used you as my realtor, but I had uh, another realtor that um, caught me up before. Man, take that, sorry. Dan. You should be cold calling. <laughs> okay, you should have called me, Dan. I'm sorry, I didn't listen to the podcast with you on it until after I already had. <laughs> so my it's house fairly new. Up. Like they're just doing the groundwork and everything. So you'd be way behind. My uh, house? No, no, no. Oh, Dan's, this, the uh, development. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. So it's like. They haven't even started building the houses. Like they're making the land and everything. You see what I'm saying? Gotcha. That's what um, they did for mine. I yeah. had to literally go out there every single day and watch it be built. Make sure they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. got mad at me. Uh, so give me three things. Uh, I always ask people this. Uh, it's the goals. I, I'm big on goals, like writing mm-hmm. goals down. Uh, that way you know what you're working towards. If you can see it, I, I'm a firm believer that you're more likely to do that. Okay. So uh, give me a short-term goal. Short term, maybe I want next to, month, month yeah, or two. Like, so we have um, certain quotas that we have to meet, you know, as far as my, the, the company I work for. Like, I want to, that's my biggest thing because the way I live my life is how I perform at work. Um, so that's my number one goal for short term is to just hit my goals. Hit your quota. Yeah. All right. So let's say uh, it says long, but let's just say medium, like uh, six months. No, no, I wouldn't even say six months. So one to five years. What's the goal right there? Um, I want to possibly own another house. You're going to buy two houses. Mm-hmm. 
Where's the other one going to be at? California the, on that street. The, you can't get the rent. Uh, so the first one I have is here, obviously here in Oxford. Uh, another one, I probably want to get another house here. Maybe even in the same neighborhood. Really? Mm-hmm. And Why is that? Like rent it out? Rent it out, yeah. Real estate. Have it pay for my, uh, for my other mortgage. It's very smart. Very smart. We'll see. Yeah. Let's okay. see. Right. Crashes. So career goal. So mm-hmm. like once, once it's all said and done, you've been selling everything. Pencils. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like once you're done, what do you, what do you want to be? You know, um, I would love to, uh, Grant Cardone is a, uh, is a guy that I really look up to a lot. He, um, basically came from nothing and started up commercial real estate and now it's just filthy rich. He started at 23 years old. Um, and I would like to, I think he said he had $5,000 in his bank account when he was 23 and he basically was tripling, trying to triple it every single year. So that's like my goal is to start on the path that he's on. I just happen to have a head start, you know, and starting, triple yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I want to, you know, eventually, like I said, start off with a, another home and then maybe another one and another one and then buy a commercial building and rent it out. So and just kind of make money that I'm not die air. Die air, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think I could start up a private jet company. Die air. There's already Ryan Air, so yeah. I can't do that. So you can't do that. So die air. I don't think. Uh, All right. So we have good. we have five minutes. Uh, let me ask you one important question, and we'll do like a speed round. Perfect. All right. So uh, any advice to anyone pursuing sales that you wish you would have known? Um, figure out if you're a good salesperson or not, and if not, get out because you're going to be starving. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If you don't have, if you don't, if you don't go to sleep and wake up every day thinking like, all right, what, what am I going to like, what am I going to get accomplished today? You might as well. Like, let's get get out of it. Yeah. You know, that that stands for a sign. He gets up. He's like, I I can do this. And you you can get burnout too. So if you're somebody who gets burnout quick, sales is not your thing. It's the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. All right, so four minutes. Here's a speaker. Okay, Let's get it. I want to ask you a few things about sports because you know we love sports. Absolutely. Sports okay. Super Bowl champ. Patriots. What? Okay. Anyway, let's not. No time. All right. NBA champ. I don't really care. The Lakers. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. NCAA football champ. Um, who do I want to win, or who do I think? Who do you think? Um, I think uh, I can see Clemson again. Um, they're very good. Trevor Lawrence is awesome. They are. They are. Yeah, really good. All right, favorite UFC fighter? Um, although he's not fighting anymore, I would say Conor McGregor. I think he brought the most personality. I, I, you I, like Khabib? Ever since ever s- when they jumped in the ring, although Conor's crew probably deserved it when he jumped in the ring after after that big fight, uh, I that thought was that it. was extremely trashy. Yeah. Other than that, I would I would love him. Yeah, I like Khabib. He like trash talks him out. He's like, yeah, you like yeah. that? Like what? What he's like on the ground yep. game? You know, it's crazy. Uh, favorite part of living in Oxford? Women. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. No, I think uh, – <laughs> You said that very slow. <laughs> I didn't mean women, man. No, uh, I think uh, – The town's pretty. The town is super cool. It's very relaxed. It's very uh, – I don't know. It's just it's a good vibe here. A lot of young professionals. Yes. A lot of people are our age. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of places to go still even though it's a college town. It's a good place to live. Really is a lot of distractions too. I think that's a lot of distractions. Yeah. You got to be careful with that. One for sure. Uh, I, I kind of fell to that whenever I first moved to Oxford. Uh, there was one more question I wanted to see. We got like two, three minutes. Let me just ask you anything else that you want to say while we're still on there. Um, 
How about I ask you a question? Fine. Why did you start a podcast? I love talking to people. Whenever you talk to people and you ask them a bunch of questions, you sit down for, let's say, 30 minutes, you're going to learn something. I learned 30 minutes worth of stuff talking to you today. Mm-hmm. Go life, learn something. Where do you feel like you're going with this podcast? We'll see. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, thank you. All right. We only have a minute left. Uh, look, I'm going to download this app. I'm going to figure out what's going on. I have a new mic. The video quality, or the video, the sound quality is going to be amazing compared to the other ones where it sounded like we were like talking through one of those, you know. I was the first person on the mic, by the way. First person on Take the mic. Take that, Dan. First person that had to wait an hour to do their podcast, yeah, too. That's fine. Think about that. But anyway, all right, y'all holler at us. We'll be back in a week. Thank you. Yeah, they took me